0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Finger Guns. Tony, David, and James. I am your co host, Big Swinging Jimmy, and I'm here with. The tastiest of Tony V. Oh, uh, yeah. Dave, the destroyer of worlds and occasionally booties. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad. I'm so glad that you're back. Um, and we're back. Uh, we, took a, we took a brief. A brief week off, but we are back with a bonus episode. Yes, last week's episode was the bonus episode, but somebody fucked up and forgot that it was their anniversary, so we couldn't record. So you got the bonus episode as a regular episode, and now you get the regular this is episode, a bonus episode as the bonus episode. We just have fun here. You know what? What does it matter? All it's of true. our all of our fans love us anyway no matter what we do. So That's true. It's I'm, true. Melissa, I love you baby. Happy anniversary. Yeah, I'm so so sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no it's well, what do you have to, I'm, I'm still upset. Obs- Wait, who are you apologizing to? Yeah, you got to? to apologize to us. I was saving up for the third wedding and like what the fuck was I saving for, man? <laughs> yeah. I had a mortgage to pay and I didn't pay it cuz I was saving up for your fucking third I thought, wedding. I thought we were going back to the Dominican and I'm still here. Apologies everybody. I had to book my own trips and shit. What is this? Yeah, lame. Lame. Been getting all of the uh, the memories. Yeah, memories yeah. on Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. memories on Facebook for all that week. That was fun seeing that video, by the way. Thank, nice. You. Nice. It was thank nice. you. Thank this you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, big shout out to uh, our cameraman Benji. Yeah, uh, he did some great work shooting and uh, coloring it. And uh, big shout out to my wife Melissa who helped at it. Awesome. Awesome. A co edited production. Co edited production from Steelhammer. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we got uh, we got a lot to cover in this bonus episode, so do. I think we need to get right to it. Finger guns, everybody. You ready? Let's fucking go. let fucking pew, go. Pew, 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 pew. So I don't think we've mentioned, but we got accredited for the Toronto After Dark Film Festival. We did. We did. Which was a a fun surprise to get. And we got a fun email saying that we got it. And, and we got access to a bunch of screeners. And that was uh, super lovely. So... Mm-hmm. First of all, thank you for having us, Toronto After Dark. Yes, big ups to Toronto After Dark. Um, or Tad, how do you pronounce Tad? Tad? <laughs> Tad? Yeah. Double F. F. Big ups. Big ups. And, <laughs> you know, this episode's coming out on Halloween, so it seems very appropriate that we're talking about After Dark. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So there were 10 films uh, at the festival. We had, uh, or 10 features and uh, a lot of shorts. Yeah. And then. We had already seen one of the films, which was quite nice that we didn't have to see that film <laughs> again. Um, and then we had, I think there were four or five that we didn't get access to. So we watched the rest. Yeah. All right. Yeah. but We got through them all. And also, I guess uh, I, I kind of want to just give a uh, just a nice shout out to Christian over at uh, Toronto After Dark, who was just wonderful to work with. Getting us all the stuff, putting everything together. I don't know. I just it was a nice experience. I, it was a small festival with only a small amount of films for us to have, but like it was just I don't know, it seemed super easy. Yeah, nice guy. Yeah. Nice, nice guy. Big ups to Christian. Um Restore Point was the film. Correct. Restore we Point saw was the one at that we saw. Fantasia. At, uh, Fantasia, yes. Yeah. So uh yeah. We saw a bunch. You want me to you hit it start, us start this off? Go all for it. it. So uh first one we're gonna talk about is a little one called UFO Sweden. Ooh, Sweden! Sweden! It's in the title. Ooh! Did you know this movie was Swedish? <laughs> Swedish <laughs> I, I thought it would be. Yeah. More, I thought it would be Norwegian. Did 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 you did you know the language of in? <laughs> Swedish. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, okay. So, uh, a little synopsis. Um, a uh, a a kid and her father are investigating a potential UFO. Um. Something happens. The father goes missing and uh, the daughter is put into uh, like a teenage, like a foster home sort of thing. Um, she never really gives up hope that her dad is still alive after being abducted by aliens. Very Spielbergian. Very, yeah. And uh, so she, uh, a little bit later on, there's some some signs, some things that are like adding up to the things that happened around the time that her father disappeared. So she starts investigating them again. Um, Spooky. Yeah. And uh, she continues down that investigative path with some help of a little ufo group that her dad was a part of back in the day and uh the, they discover some things that the titular ufo sweden the titular ufo sweden mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and they was, discover some things along the way it wasn't uh it was more like happy-go-lucky right like it was more like heartfelt and not as much horrific correct yes i would definitely say that it's it's not the most spooky i would say it's kind of a blend somewhere between stranger things nope um interstellar and like et spielberg kind of close encounters that sort of super eight super eight yes to an extent a little bit less so super eight had a little bit more spooks going forward i guess yeah Super, it was basically like fucking light spielberg yeah yeah so i, I would say this is, leans, this is very yeah. it leans, leans more towards spielberg very very 80s inspired very stranger things very inspired close encounters very close encounters inspired but a lot more interstellar than i would say et or is her name Murph? It is not Murph. What it the is Denise. The pl- which I kept going, where's <laughs> nephew the entire movie? And I uh-huh, never that, answered that, that question. Jo- the joke never gets. It old. never dies. <laughs> um but yeah, it's kind of a blend of like, it's very obvious, like it's its homages are right there in front of you. It's it's not hiding them by any means. Um And it mostly works. I would say it's a little <sighs> It's a little bit too long at points, so if you feel it, you're like a little bit like, hmm, let's get on with it. But honestly, genuinely, there was moments in there where I was like, uh, I was really enjoying their sort of investigative work, their detective work as they were unraveling the clues and unraveling the mystery. It was like really well, the way it was shot, the way it was paced felt great. And it like moved me along. The music and score were very... Uh, late 80s early 90s sort of synth wave stuff which was very fun and it to, takes like, place in the 90s right it does take place in the 90s yeah, yeah. so and like it's some peri- of here it's a period piece yes some <laughs> of the some of the tech that they use they're like there's literally one moment she goes oh, windows nt4 that's not even out yet and like, jesus all right f- slow down <laughs> slow um, your roll and they're like oh this this battery pack powers the new intel pentium g series it's like jesus okay like, i get it it's the 90s but why why that it, it product just, place. why that product place like, <laughs> great questions um intel like did it go like mine is well love. <laughs> um but yeah so like the vibes are there the it, it works pretty well at moments so it's a little bit blech at times um, but honestly it was genuinely curious about how the entire thing was going to fold out and how the mystery was going to play out and it's a mostly satisfying conclusion. I can't say too much without spoiling parts of it, but I wasn't super pleased. There is, there's a moment that should have some emotional catharsis to it that I think falls, falls a little flat just because it feels a little bit rushed at the end. Um, but otherwise it's pretty enjoyable. It's because they, they got windows ME, isn't it? It's always the downfall. <laughs> the, the aliens brought them windows ME. Yeah. The downfall was windows. <laughs> <laughs> but hey um, do I recommend it or not yes if you're looking for something that I would say is a little bit more like a family friendly kind of Spielbergy vibe to it for a Swedish movie sure it's fun it's fun enough it's harmless I didn't hate it didn't love it pretty good alright alright Tony Tony B what's up uh we got a film called Daniel's gotta die Ooh. love that title yeah good did title he, did he have to die uh yeah he did have to die unfortunately oh, I'm sorry. um oh. no spoilers obviously uh Daniel's gotta die is a film. Uh, imagine that. Imagine that, right? So basically Rich Dad, uh who's played by Iggy Pop. Okay. Hey, um his lawyer, by the way, Bob Saget. Oh, lovely. It's very nice so. to see Bob Saget back on screen. Yeah. His last role, uh, right? It's, yeah. Uh, it's got to be one of if not the last. Um anyway, so Dad Dad dies, leaves a buttload of inheritance. Sure. Uh he writes out some of his, most of his kids, except Daniel, yeah, Uh, who's played by Joel David Moore. If you guys know who Joel David Moore is. is, oh, okay, he's everyone's sure. favorite lovable nerd from Grandma's Boy. Yeah, yeah. love him. He, he was on Bones too, man. Grandma's Boy. <laughs> but he was also on Bones. So he was also he's also in an Avatar that's and true. the guest. Oh, yeah, and that's right. And Dave's favorite movie that he hasn't seen yet called the Savages. Oh, big fan. <laughs> big to Oliver Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, big thing. Write, yeah. them all, write them all out. Only Daniel. Right. Daniel wants to be... Daniel is not like his other brothers and sisters who are right. all malicious, vicious bastards. Um, they're all awful people. Right. Um. L- this movie got compared to Succession does has no business being in the same sentence as succession fair but that's the line that that idea that, that, idea, that idea, family, idea of back family backstabbing back yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing okay daniel Cause, really Cause that's never been a thing before succession right no, succession is well <laughs> succession is the one that's made it the most popular <laughs> daniel really wants to reconnect with his family he really just wants to be together sure. so uh um, is that why he has to die the family finds out that he's—they've all been written out of the will, and right. that Daniel's getting all the money. Mm. Uh, so he wants to spend to honor his dad and honor his dad's death. They all spend uh, a weekend at the beach house. Oh, all right. And then the siblings and said lawyer uh, come up with the plan that they need to kill Daniel mm-hmm. and split the the, money. the inheritance. Got it. Uh, like I said. It's getting compared to Succession. Succession meets Glass Onion. I saw the mm, menu meets okay. Glass Onion. Oh! I, no. How did these movie these movies exist? Th- these uh, ideas existed yeah. before. <laughs> like I've never Freaky seen Friday. <laughs> like I've never seen a movie where they need they all team up to bump someone off. Right. <laughs> the movie. Go ahead, Dick. Continue. No. no, continue. no Do can they say? play the passenger? No. And what's the point? I know. No. Why Why bring Iggy Pop in if you're not going to play The Passenger or anything else by Iggy Pop and The Stooges? Very true. Um, it's an easy movie. I say easy because it's an easy mm. watch mm. and you don't really have to think too much about it. Sure. The dialogue is like B movie. It's a very B movie. It's uh, Canadian, isn't uh. it? Uh, it might be. Not entirely sure. <laughs> Pretty sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty I'm, tony's i'm, confident. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is it has a lot of it has a lot of character actors in it um i say character actors like because like a lot of these people like um you'll be like oh it's that guy and that guy so we got yeah it's canadian so yep. it's canadian so uh rounding out the cast we got uh mary lynn rogerscope I butchered wow, that. I'm that so sorry. Um, oh, Mary Lynn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know who that is, right? Jason yeah. Jones. He shows up a lot. He shows up in a lot of other things, too. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you have Carly. Chaykin. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's more of the TV TV side. She was in Mr. Robot, if you mm-hmm. remember, James. Yes, I do. Um, oh, was she the girl in Ro- uh, The correct. sister. She yeah, was the yeah, sister. sister. Yeah. Okay. And then you got Iggy Pop and Bob Saget to round out the cast. So it's a fairly decent, decently good cast they all do decently well um did you ever um the director's jeremy lalonde yes Correct. uh did you ever see james versus his future self yes i did or how to plan a orgy in a small town i've always wanted to see that movie believe it or not it's not as raunchy as you think it <laughs> no is, i know I hear it. it's, I it's, it's really, canadian one <laughs> i really like james versus the future self and i wish mm. it was more like that mm-hmm well, Daniel Stern's not in this. Obviously. One, so obviously, well, there's, there's your problem. There's your problem right I, there. Like David, like David said, that movie, that movie was just. It's. I like that one better. No, oh, okay. this one, this one, like I said, it's it's fun, it's cheeky, it's it's brainless, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't really amount to anything. Okay. Okay. Right. Like I wasn't really like wowed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. The ending, the ending is still kind of funny. I don't okay. want to spoil the punchline, but something happens, and oh. it's kind of like a imagine, knee slapper. It's, imagine that. It's kind of a knee slapper for sure. Um, but I will say Joel David Moore mm-hmm. was very good. Oh, cool. I didn't really appreciate his voiceover. I don't think he has a very like a voiceover mm-hmm. voice, mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked his performance. He's just sweet. He's innocent. He's lovable. Um and he's just very oblivious to everything around him. Oh. Huh. Oh, well, that's fun. Yeah. So a recommender or no? Um you know what? If it's like midnight, you're on Netflix, you gotta you gotta just it's watch midnight. something. Tony, I'm in bed Isn't at it? nine. I know. I this know is past my bedtime. Because you're fucking no. you're an old man. I you're know. an old man. Yeah. Um Sunday with Sunday watch. Folding fold fold laundry. Folding laundry. I love a good fold and laundry. Uh, a- that's 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 where we need to be for sure. I like it. Yeah. All right. I can deal with that. I can fold laundry on Sundays. I can watch that. There we go. Sick. Good fold laundry movie. Amazing. All right. What do we got next? I guess we'll talk about lovely, dark and deep. The uh, feature directorial debut from uh, Teresa Sutherland. Yes. Uh, She previously wrote a film that was at Midnight Madness called The Wind. And this film is going to come up. Again later today, so just wait, just wait until we uh, oh, oh, until we so I'm just Tarantinoing oh, it right now. We're gonna, we're gonna circle back to Rashomon. yeah, yeah. But um directorial debut it is about a young woman, um, who becomes a park ranger, backcountry park ranger. Um, yeah. she's kind of on like a training sesh in um. In the woods of this mysterious forest yep. where people go missing and, you know, she has a special connection to the forest and, you know, she's not all there and seen. <laughs> I don't want to get too well, too deep into the too deep I into mean, the woods. Spe- sp- <laughs> special connection, <laughs> ah! special connection to the forest makes it sound like she can talk to trees. With, with how many fucking tree shots there are in this movie, she might as well have been able to talk I to mean, fucking yeah, trees. I know. I just, I mean, she's not fucking talking to trees. I mean, okay, she's more okay. like a past so, traumatic so experience. She with had this a forest. traumatic experience in the forest, yeah. and now she's back. She's back, baby. She's back, and she wants answers to her questions. Yes. And solve the riddle, solve the mystery. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the lead is Georgina Campbell, yep. who was the lead in Barbarian, which yeah. if you haven't seen Barbarian, stop you need listening, stop right listening now. and go back and watch fucking Barbarian. Scream Queen Justin Long. Yeah, buddy. And if anybody from Disney and 20th Century is listening to this podcast, we'd love a 4K of it. Please. <laughs> Please. Please. Dolby uh, Vision maybe? Mm, I would love Give that. Give me those rich colors. I would love that scream i want dolby i want dolby audio man yeah like, yeah you need that scream i need loud. that scream piercing loud christ um she was this, very, she was very good i was yeah. to say she's incredible she's yeah. an incredible actress i would watch her read a phone book like she's very captivating very to, yeah. and like the movie hangs on her yep because it's mostly a one-woman show basically and but I don't think the movie around her is as good as she is. No, I think the movie around her is beautiful to look at because those if nature like, shots. If you like looking at the same, stunning. the same trees, hey, twenty seven times. You like the screensavers on Apple TV. You're gonna love lovely dark and deep. It but looks even, great. Even the camera work, how that camera fucking moves, man. Yeah. Like it's 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 incredible. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. it's not just fucking trees. It's how that camera is a fucking yeah. character. I'm making like, fun of it for yeah, that yeah. for because the of the same shot of the same trees multiple yeah. times. Yeah. But yes, it does look it does look fantastic. Yeah. And like that that camera takes on a character of character of its own, right? Like, um, the way it moves so effort, effort, effortlessly yep. um, and just focusing on her and like, it's, it was a very beautiful movie to watch. I felt yeah. like I was looking at the scenery more than focusing on what the story was. Yeah. And I mean, I, the story notwithstanding, I also like, I was fine with the pacing of this movie. It being an 87 minute movie felt right. Yeah. I liked sort of the way, especially at the beginning when it was like her you know they were dropping hints of like a weird mystery thing going on but then just sort of that in the beginning bit before things get a little weird uh just sort of the the methodicalness of like her getting dropped off in the back country and then sweeping up the cabin and like getting her thing all prepped and set like just du- it was duct taping the sign duct taping the sign and, <laughs> and all that like it was just like there was a niceness to that her going off in the back country to to explore basically and do stuff i don't know i liked the pacing of it but i i agree that when when you get into the meat and potatoes of what the story is it's a little bit um money yeah. waters there. money <laughs> waters yeah it's a little yeah. bit muddy to me it, it doesn't come together as well as it does and when you finally get to the point when you understand what's going on yeah. it's just kind of like oh. okay thanks thanks for yeah. watching bye yeah and like I it was no, whatever that ending was. Yeah. I watched the ending twice and yeah. I still had no better answer. Nope, the second oh, time. I can, <laughs> nope. I can I can tell you exactly what that ending's about after the show's over, Tony, if you really want to know. Yeah. Um but yeah, I did not like once it started opening up and then once it started getting weird yeah. and they weren't in the woods yeah. anymore, that was, it was strange. And there was one shot, there was one part. I don't know if it's because we were watching it at home versus watching it in the theater, but it was like fucking a Marvel movie, dark. Oh We'd yeah. Just yeah. fucking, it yeah. Oh, was, talking was the, oppressively dark. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. like, what? Like what turn, what turn up the brightness. My yeah. brightness was cranked and I was yeah. like, I yeah. don't need uh, like, what? Come on people. Come on. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, i I wanted more from it. Yep, agree. But tec- yeah. technical points for technical points for Georgina, and yeah, I am excited to see what I already lost her name, Teresa Sutherland, right? Yeah, yes. Teresa. Sutherland, I'm excited yeah. to see what she comes up with next. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I would, uh, I would put her on my watch list for sure, for sure. Absolutely. I, mean, I wish, I wish it was a stronger film. So no. we're saying a, that's a no recommend on that one. Mm, I think it's like middle middle nah. recommend like. Middle recommend, eh, Like. It's not a watching laundry movie because you got to know. Nope. No, attention. you got to pay attention to it. It for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, but it's I think if you're watching for like an up and comer type thing or like seeing where the future of horror and is going. Yeah female representation female representation sure watch that so maybe maybe don't fold laundry while you're watching them but if you can't think of anything else to watch yeah throw in lovely dark and deep it's yeah it's at least worth it it's 87 minutes I was it's not to gonna say, take is, that much it of your is time. a 90 minute movie so yeah and yeah. you know we are big fans cool. of that sub 90 minutes we fucking praise that shit see so, yeah, a part of the technical check marks <laughs> is sub check 90 mark. check I should note that UFO Sweden was almost 2 hours long. I did notice that. <laughs> yes, I did notice that. It was points down in that category. Yes. Um so that leaves us with our last one, right Tone? Yep. What's so next? We got a film called last? Founders Day. Ooh. Quick synopsis of Founders Day. A series a small town is shaken by a series of ominous killings in the days leading up to a heated Mar- mayoral mayoral Mayoral, mayoral election. There it is. <laughs> it cool. went, but it, I've, been, I've been dying to talk to you about this movie. First of all, before you, before you tell me what this movie is, the moment I saw the poster, I'm like, is this some sort of The Purge spinoff? No. See, that's what I thought. Oh, okay. I'm glad we had the same vibes. It is, it is political for yeah, sure. There's yeah, definitely a yeah. lot of political satire and a lot of like small town kind of madness mm-hmm. and kind, right, of like, it kind of like kind of I like the setup and I like, there's a, there's a key twist in the middle of the movie mm. that I was like, what? Huh? Like, I'm like, it really? And it's in the middle of the movie. All yeah. right. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. Um, was it able to continue forward after getting it oh. kind of, yeah, it's not, it, that's the interesting <laughs> okay. part. And then it kind of like, yeah. but yeah. it's, it's very satirical and kind of like about the chain of command Mm. and about influence and Mm -hmm. about kind of teenagers being shitty to each other. Sure. And like some of the kills are, gnarly i guess they don't fucking see anything i don't know girl mm. oh, girl getting her throat slit was pretty vicious tom yeah but there's other scenes where it's like it's supposed to be vicious and you're expecting there to be a blood but there's nothing mm. i'm like yeah. what the fuck is this yeah it's just very yeah. odd and it's oddly paced and it's and it's uh low budget but not low budget mm. so like there's certain parts where you're like Okay, that's very low budget. Okay, but then, like, the next part won't be. Oh. So it kind of, like, ebbs and flows. Like, great work. Like, they obviously did great work with the money they had and the budget they had. But it's, like, yeah, I just, I like the setup. I like parts of where it goes. I just don't like the execution Mm, at all. And it's got, uh, where is, where did I write it down? Devin Druid, Mm -hmm. who was in 13 Reasons Why. Okay. Because uh, I was like, why do I know this guy? Mm, and then reasons. the lead is Naomi Grace, and she's quite good. Oh, okay. She's quite good, but it's not clear that she's the lead until like halfway through the movie. Uh, all right. And it's not just because people are getting bumped off, it's that the movie does not make does it clear not. that she is the it's, lead. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't pick, its, pick its lead. Right, right. Yeah. So you're kind of left with like an ensemble of a menagerie of characters until it decides who it wants? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And That's then, And then once it gets... Into the, into the weeds of the mayoral debate and kind of like how the town kind of rips itself apart type thing. Yeah. Or starting to. It kind of like wraps itself up pretty quick after that. Mm. Because I feel like there's definitely more to the movie if they kept going with the town ripping itself apart. Oh, okay. Yeah. So not kind enough of- time spent on the, the chaos and mayhem. Yeah. Too much on the everything else and then the twist. You're, and you're up- in twist yeah then it's like it uh, plays out there's a scene right at the beginning of the film something happens and the girl runs to go get help and there's two sides like literally the two sides of the mayoral debate the two like whoever's represent or whoever's like supporting them they're like yelling at each other in the street and then she like runs in and like help help and like nobody wants to take responsibility Mm. and they're like well we should do it this way we should do it this way and that's the beginning of the movie and then it's like it doesn't go anywhere or it right. doesn't, it doesn't, okay. it doesn't use it to its advantage, yeah, 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 yeah. but the mask is really cool. I really like the mask. I was hoping, I, I was the, hoping a lot more for the mask and fashion. the gavel, like there's like a button on the gavel and like, there's a long, long blade that comes out of that gavel. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking wacky. Yeah. I, it's wacky. I just wanted more like, it mm. owed, it owes so much to scream because like, I was just, I, all I thought about was scream during sure, this. Sure. I just, I just wanted more, right? And the dialogue was so bad, mm. Dave. Dave, I was talking to Dave about it, and I'm, he he doesn't think the acting was that bad, mm. but it was fucking it was bad. bad. Yeah. It was bad. I knew what I was getting into, Tony. Like with I the, knew the opening I, of the film, but I knew, I knew, where I, knew was going. I knew where it was going to, and I knew what to expect. It just was not, was not what I wanted right. and what I was expecting. Mm. Like I wanted like a good old fashioned slasher movie. Right. And what was not that got was not, not that, that. Yeah. it's a lot more political. Yeah, exactly. That. Ugh, that's unfortunate. And like, and like I said, for some of these kills, I'm expecting blood. I'm expecting like it to be gruesome. Mm. Right. Because mm. this is what when you see someone's face like that. Right. Oh, yeah. You're expecting that. And you just you get a close up of the guy, he's going, you see him do the motions and everything. Nothing. But where's the blood? No payoff. No payoff. Mm, no payoff. That's and when you're wa- and when you're watching a slasher movie like that, you want you the want, payoff. Yes. You want the yeah. you want the gore. Gore yeah. hounds are just like fucking just throw buckets of blood at me. Yeah, absolutely. And we didn't get that. Oh, so it was not wet. No, it was not. That's unfortunate. little letdown. That's the point. Little letdown. That's the point. There was some like Dave said, there was some, there were some decent kills. Yeah. Um but overall, it was just a little let down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, fair enough. But it does get points for the mask. Okay. Yeah. And I kind of like the old guy, William, uh, William Ross, who plays Mr. Jackson. Uh, is that the... The teacher. The teacher. Okay. Yeah. yeah I kind of yeah. liked him too. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Okay. It's, it's a disappointment. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, you slice it. But points for, you know, thwarting the expectations of the audience with that fucking mm-hmm. little middle, 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 middle twist. twist. Interesting. Hats off to that. I just wish that they did more, more with that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're going to drop a bomb like that, then you got to finish strong and it yeah, just kind of yeah. like whimpers out. Yeah. Yeah. That's I like the, the very end. I did not like. No, I hate. No, I did not like it either. Mm-hmm. No. So it's a no recommend on that one. That bar. one's a no can do's baby doll. Yeah, I'd skip that, no uh, yeah, yeah, I'd skip that one. Unfortunately, Ted mows me. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you said you watched some shorts. So wrap us up for on, for Tad with some Tadf. shorts. <laughs> so I watched some shorts. Um, I literally just went through the list based sure. on the title. Okay. OK, that's fair. That's how most people want. <laughs> I feel like that's how the Academy votes for movies. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, That title sounds fun so we got first up we got pool party uh that one was about a girl's pool party um (laughs) Um, girls getting girls getting a little bit bullied uh there's something wrong with her she doesn't want to get into the water Mm. uh she's getting bullied for it um they go on go on go on they keep bullying the one girl keeps bullying her keeps feeding at her and everything and then lo and behold the girl doesn't want to get in the water because she's a mermaid yeah. and uh, yeah. I was going to ask if she was some sort of Mer- person. Fish. Yeah. fish person and uh, remember how I said that there was a bully yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. bully gets a also a mermaid <laughs> Oh, no. bully gets a treat at the end uh-huh. well that sounds fun <laughs> that one was really fun um only wait the... wait is the girl top half fish or bottom half fish bottom half oh. fish oh lame <laughs> no one ever does the top half <laughs> fish but the like the no. merman and cabin in the woods <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's yeah man. always voting (laughs) merman i really liked pool party i thought it was really fun uh i was hoping something would happen to the bully because you know fuck bullies uh and it did (laughs) next up we got uh your money's no good here Mm -hmm. this is about a guy who uh goes off the deep end after he tries to pay for a meal and someone tells him that his money is no good here oh that's fun that was really fun the meal What's that? Do you get to eat the meal? You got to eat the meal and but everything. what the fuck's the problem? He f- he got very He's taken insulted. aback. He was very... He, like... It literally, like, goes through, like... He, like, goes down, like, a rabbit hole. And he, like, does, these like scientific, like, experiments to try and figure out what the hell's wrong with his money and stuff. And, like, it's really fun. I like how... That's, I like the little thing about I, that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That one was good. Next one. We got fucking nuts. All, All right. right. Okay. This one. Girl likes boy. Uh-huh. Boy likes girl. Uh-huh. Um... Girl's parents does not approve of any of her boyfriends. Mm. She really wants to keep this guy. Uh-huh. Um, but she's afraid of introducing her, him to her parents. He gives her no choice, shows up randomly at her house mm-hmm. and is being like, Hey, you know, parents always love me. We uh, Let's make a run out of this. Let's do this thing. Um, and she's like, okay, like, you know what? Just to let you know, like my parents are a little crazy. Uh, he's like, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. What do you guys think is wrong with the parents? after hearing about the title and giving me that, giving you that brief little overview. I'm assuming they're either crazy or cannibals or um, I was thinking that they're squirrels that, yeah, they might be squirrels okay um, <laughs> try they're actually nuts like nuts like they are Uppy. nuts peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was about to say <laughs> Oh no. I was, I, was, I was when you leaned into nuts, I was like they're a they're a scrotal? <laughs> like no, they're they're we'll big peanuts. <laughs> <Now we. laughs> Guys, fuck. This you, one was a you, whole lot of fun. Did you have to pause it and laugh hysterically for a while? Uh, I just kind of sat there and like ah, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? But okay. <laughs> I don't know how I guessed cannibals, but they're actually... Nuts. like they're nuts, nuts. they're okay. nuts yeah uh anyways that I'm one worried. takes a that one takes a dark turn very very hey uh is fucking oh, one of them become peanut butter <laughs> you know what i want to watch it i don't want to know i don't want to know wanna don't wanna tell know. me don't tell me no spoilers that one was really really good i really enjoyed it <laughs> uh and then the last one uh is uh gamesmanship this one little dear and nearer to my heart, only because the D.O.P., remember that guy that I told you about at the beginning, D.O.P. Benji? Benji. He was a D.O.P. on this one. Uh, um, Tony, Tony Rashamond <laughs> <laughs> My other buddy, uh, ah. Gautier, who's been a uh, gaffer on a lot of my projects, uh, music videos and short films, he was also a gaffer on this. Is he like the Gautier musician? Like- the musician? Yeah. Go- no, it's just, he's just a Frenchman who likes Mandy? lights. <laughs> he's not somebody <laughs> that you used to know. No, so <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no, he's just a very, very excellent, excellent gaffer. Nice. Um, Does he like Go Chain the musician? I don't know. We Probably should not. ask him. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Anyways, this movie, uh, or this short, I should say, uh, is a Christmas movie. Oh. oh, it is about a game of charades oh. that takes a very dark turn. Oh. Spooky. Uh, spooky. Um, I will give a shout out. I will give a shout out to uh the director. His name is Doug C- Cook. Uh, he's a visual art he's a visual effects artist. And um honestly what he was able to do with this, because I know that he did he did the effects. Uh I've yeah, uh, yeah. I've seen some of his work before too. Um the practical effects in this are absolutely insane. Wow. Um really enjoyed it. And it, and it does not you, you'd think it's low budget because it, it's a short film. So it is low budget. but like what he was able to do with some of the things that happened, like I'll ruin one thing for you guys. A person's eye gets like ripped out of its socket. Nice. And you see everything. Cool. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. I enjoyed that. Um that's really all I got to say about it. It was really well done. It was, it was, it was definitely my favorite of the shorts for sure. Um, only because like, I liked how gruesome it was. Like it nice. gets fucking bloody. Uh and it was just fun. Nice. That one that one actually played right before uh It's a Wonderful Knife. I want to cool. see that one. Yeah. yeah. So uh definitely check that one out. Definitely check Absolutely. that one out Absolutely. Um, if you can. And uh yeah, that was it for uh the shorts that I watched at uh, After Dark. I think that wraps up Toronto After Dark for us then too. I think so. Yeah, big what ups it? to Toronto After Dark. Yeah, thanks for having us out. This was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely, we'll uh, we look forward to doing it next year. Hopefully, yes, sir, it'd be great. Do we want think. to uh, head on to other things? Do you want to get even more spooky? Yeah, we might as well. Might as well. Let's, Let's get spooky. Still, uh, Let's. We, a, we got a shutter minute. Evil lurking deep inside, it's darkness knows no limit. So listen closely if you dare. This is the shudder minute. <laughs> so this shudder minute, I hear is not a Tony Baldwin shudder minute. It is not a Tony Baldwin shudder oh. minute. Gasp. Horror. It is deal. it is a Dave Baldwin shutter minute. What a twist. What a twist. <laughs> and I'm probably gonna go a little longer, but you know. It's my first Shudder minute, so. But also, uh, I know, well, anyway, introduce what the movie is because I need you to go a little longer because I want to see this movie real bad. Oh, yes. So I mentioned it a few weeks ago um, when it was in theaters, but now it's on Shudder. It's a little film called When Evil Lurks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it premiered at Midnight Madness in September A TIFF. Hell yeah. Uh, it's from Argentina. Did you see it at TIFF? No, we did not ah. see it at TIFF. It was one we, mistakes. Mistakes, yes. Uh I think we saw seven or I saw seven of the ten Midnight Madness movies, but this was one I didn't go see. Mm. So again, it's from Argentina. They're um something weird happens in the farmland type thing. And they, yeah. these two brothers go to go find out what happened, and you know, they find something messed up. Yeah. And then they go to the the house beside it, and there's uh this infected uh individual who's just gross Mm -hmm. and he's like possessed Mm -hmm. by the devil pazuzu i don't know (laughs) sure i don't know and they need like a specific cleaner to dispose of him and that's the mess they found outside um so they kind of take it in their own hands to get him away from town uh with the landowner and then things take a turn and Well, he's coming. The Pazuzu devil thing is coming for them. And my God, guys, do we have any listeners in Argentina? Because we need to check on them because this movie is fucked. Nice. Like, it is fucking gnarly. Nice. Like it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't hold any punches no, it and it's like I to walk. like I don't know like the Nocebo scale but I think this one like blows it away cuz like it goes from 1 to a million very fucking quickly. Shit, yeah. <laughs> and just like it's nasty little thriller and like I've, nobody's safe I've, and it's fucking go. No, 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 go. Yeah. It's just it's relentless. Fuck. And it's just it is I was sitting. I was sitting there, and I was like, "What the actual fuck?" Dang! I literally gasped at one scene. Oh, yeah, one scene literally gasped, and I was like, oh, holy yes. fuck? They went there?" Yes, 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 is yes, yes. It, it's, does it involve a dog? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck! I'm watching this tonight, yeah. boys. Oh my god! <laughs> We're wrapping this podcast up in like five minutes. I gotta go. You gotta get out. It is it's a journey Fuck and yeah. it's well shot yeah. it's very beautiful film it's well and acted well too. Well the two brothers Brilliant, are fucking brilliantly great. acted yeah. and there's a little bit of cg but it's a lot of um practical right. and it you can it's so much more gross because it's practical yeah, yeah, yeah so much nastier yeah. and just there's a lot of yelling yeah <laughs> a lot of a yelling lot. and a lot of A lot of gore. (laughs) I'm getting that. It's, it's unsettling and it is definitely one of the top horror movies I've seen this year. We fucked up skipping it at TIFF. We did. We did. Yeah. That was a, that was a mistake. It, it, the movie is fucking wild. Yeah, yeah. Like I cannot stress that enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the places that it goes, you don't, you're not, ex- you're not expecting it to go. I'm yeah. fi- the one scene in my head will play rent free. <laughs> for, for a long very time. Long <laughs> time. <Excellent. laughs> very long. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, this movie, God. I was not, I was not expecting this. Like yeah. I heard that it was vicious. I heard yeah. that it, it definitely isn't, uh, it's not something that holds its punches. It goes fucking yeah. balls to the wall. <laughs> and it's so unapologetic. Yeah. It, it's the feel bad movie of the season. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I've heard it. The only thing, I, I I don't know a lot about it. I've been trying to keep it as far yeah. away from it as idea. possible. I've just heard, you know, very glowing things similar to what you've what you've said. But the only yeah. thing I've heard of is kind of like a comparison or at least if someone had sort of uh, conf- uh, compared it to, um, they called it sort of like the spiritual successor to the original Exorcist. Uh I wouldn't go that far. No. I wouldn't go that no. far. All right. But I like I like its fresh take on demon possession. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I like the mythos of like how it comes to be. Because like mm. you can't. It's very obvious how you get rid of something. Right. But you can't get rid of it that way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. And I thought that was like a n- very nice new
1: Okay. Way yeah, yeah.
0: of of doing this. Because like when you see a demon possession movie, when you've seen one, you've seen them all. You've seen them all, yeah. right? But this one, it brings like a very fresh take, a very new way of of storytelling in this in this kind of genre. Nice. And like I said, it's fucking vicious. Yeah. Excellent. And Definitely, echoing yes. what Dave says, uh, no, no one is safe. Yeah. No one is yeah. safe in this movie. Yeah, it is it's unsettling and it's just very, very well done. Yeah. I, uh, big it's, ups it, to it, this one. It takes it takes a while, it takes a little bit, like I would say, about half an hour mm-hmm. to start getting going. Yeah, but it's just playing with you. Yeah, and it's, it's still unsettling like settling bullshit. It's still, still settling bullshit. It's still like, yeah. what the hell's yeah, going yeah. on? What's yeah. this? What's going on? But as soon as they kick it into high gear in that one scene, yeah. once that one scene passes, it's fucking relentless from All there, right. and you're yeah. fucking strapped in. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah buckle the fuck up exactly but yeah this is but like there, I think I think I would have loved to have seen this in a the theater oh I would have loved Is it? Could you, could you imagine seeing it with a fucking the midnight madness crowd or I, even that crowd that we had for kill yeah like James this is the nocebo bar yeah. and it completely it's, blew it out of the fucking it's, water it's way higher it's, it's, right. it's, right. it's, right. like, so good we have luck, a new scale good <laughs> luck topping it <Yeah>, <laughs> So is, we have a new scale that's fine yeah <laughs> yeah cool. i liked it a lot excellent and yeah there's definitely some imagery here that's seared into my brain excellent just slowness. yeah it's unsettling relentless just yeah i don't want to talk about it anymore just no just, just, fucking, just, watch just, watch it. It. just fucking watch it's it, it. It's, on, it's on i don't know if it's still in select theaters but it's definitely on shutter now yeah. sweet and it deserves your time for mm-hmm. sure Excellent. Fucking big ups to Shudder for getting this and bringing this out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so fucking yeah. excited. Oh, buddy. Say I no more. Say I can't wait. No more. I can't wait. Mm. I, can't wait. Uh. <laughs> I, can't wait. I can't wait. Just text us <laughs> after the part. Yeah, <laughs> We absolutely. won't even tell you what part. You know what part. <laughs> it? Oh, I'll just, I'll just yeah, send a know. message. <laughs> Jesus yeah. fuck. And yeah, you'll, you'll, exactly know. We'll know exactly. you'll know exactly yeah. what's happened. You'll know. For sure. Perfect. You will know. Perfect. And before we get to the main event. Oh, yes. I just wanted to mention another film that I... I got a screener for and watched over the weekend. It's called Freelance, mm-hmm. which is a action comedy starring John Cena and Alison Bree. It's from Pierre Morel, who did Taken and from Paris with Love. Oh wow. It's very much indebted to like eighties, early nineties action sure. comedies, kind of sure. like we're like the hero and like the weird, like the, the kooky female kind of like they go on an adventure. Like I was thinking of like romancing the stone for a good chunk of the movie. And Oh, okay. Kind kind of like that, but then more trying to piece it in my head. Okay. And kind of like, like romancing the stone, Indiana Jones, but then by way of the guy is more like, Oh, it's John Cena. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Like, he was part of an elite special unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The unit got burned. I gotta say, when I saw the trailer for this movie, I went, I'm good. The, the unit <laughs> gets burned. He has to go back into the field yeah. as a general contractor. And, you know, things aren't what they seem. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking about politics and Patriot's Day. And this movie gets very... Founder's Day. Very Founder's Day. Looks very... It's just... It's very, very political. Mm. And it kind of gets... law. It, it's long... And there's just a lot of political nonsense Uh, about regimes and like Americans, like overthrowing regimes for certain, not even Americans, just any, any country, any wealthy country overthrowing the poor country because they want, they want what they have. Right. Right. And I just. There's some fun action beats, but then. It's not a fun enough movie, mm. and John Cena is acting his heart out because I I love me some John Cena, but then like his chemistry with Allison Brie isn't quite there because he's ha- hung up on his wife who wants a separation at home. Oh, and it's just yeah, like this is a laundry movie. Oh, okay, this is most certainly a laundry movie because it's shot fine and it looks fine. It's got, John, it's got John. It's got John Cena. a lot of fine going on, and John uh, well, Cena's good in it, right? John Cena's good, and the uh, president of this country uh, is played by Juan Pablo Reba, and he's he's quite yeah. good. And there's a bit part for Christian Slater, and I'm a big You've Christian Slater fan. Right? Yeah. And we already mentioned Mr. Robot. Like yeah. we're a bit, like, yeah. this is a podcast episode no, where I mean, we're just going to keep yeah. going back to yes. certain things. Yeah. It's a laundry movie. All right. So yeah, rainy day laundry movie. Got it. But um, I want John Cena to keep doing up, his thing, doing his thing, yeah, I appreciate doing his that. thing because his charisma is it is magnificent. Very it is very good. Magnificent. But enough of talking about uh, the smaller films. Let's get into the big hit from uh, this past weekend. 5 nights at freddy's the new bloomhouse joint starring josh hutchinson and matthew lillard yay based on the very very popular video game series yes and from your reactions boys i feel like you didn't like it i feel that the movie was a pile of shit Oof. and tell us how you really feel where was the blood it was pg13 did we really need this sad poor guy's backstory in a film like this? No. No. That 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 I would that I will give you that the we en- didn't need that. The entire nonsense about his fucking custody battle over his sister, yeah. the aunt doing whatever the fuck. Yeah. N- no. So, if you haven't seen the film yet, it's about a uh a young man oh. played by Josh Hutchison. His name is Mike. He has. Custom- who, who also doesn't look like. Oh, like he. He doesn't look old enough to be. In the role that he's in. I thought that was fine. It was more like I was they don't make it immediately clear that it's not his daughter. Yeah, and that, that was that, that was that's where what I got a little. Yes. That's what threw me off. It was like it was, threw oh, me it's off. his sister. Yeah. yeah, I was like, <laughs> what so, the he, fuck? so he takes care of his sister and he's basically the parental guardian for his sister because his parents aren't there. And the aunt wants the sister for reasons. Um and he can't <laughs> the, the checks. Yeah, and he yeah, uh, he can't hold down a job because he has PTSD from um a traumatic childhood, a traumatic event. childhood event that took place in the forest because that's yeah. apparently it's what, the theme. It's thematic the theme. tonight. It's thematic for tonight. Um so he uh goes to career counselor and uh, he ends up getting a job uh as a security guard at this uh rundown old pizza joint pizza entertainment center called Freddie yeah. Freddie Fazbear's Pizza? Pizza, what? yeah. Uh a la Chucky Pizza Charles Pizzeria entertainment or Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. It's very if you've been to Chuck E. Cheese, think of that. It, it's that. It's that. And you know, he's the security guard, he just has to watch over, make sure nobody breaks in, and you know just watch the cameras and apparently he can't do just do that but uh you know weird things are going on at this place uh, Freddy Fazbear's and yeah let's uh I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop right there I why <coughs> sorry why was this movie almost two hours that, that's that's a fair question that's also a fair question. why why was he uh uh fucking trying to uh inception himself? Yeah, I don't quite I don't think it did a good enough job on that one. Like I don't I don't know that you know, you hire a night security guard and you have to invent a plot reason for him to fall asleep at work. I feel like you can just do that because he's working night shift. I just don't know what like buddy, like sleep during the day. Yeah. I don't that yeah, the dream theory stuff like uh, <laughs> It it complicated itself for no reason. None. No. no reason. Like I'm I'm not a big I'm I don't play the game, so I can't speak to that. But my understanding of the game is that you're watching the cameras yeah. and you're trying to ensure that the animatronic monsters don't get you. Yeah. By any means necessary. That's yes. that's my understanding of the game. Yeah. And the first one was like a point and click game. Basically. So like props to them for at some point you know gets there and the look of freddy fazbear's pizza is pretty great like there's a lot of design is great the set design is great the look of the animatronics are great. great like they did a lot of work ensuring that fans of the game would be happy with it yeah but on the flip side they're also saying that this movie was made for the fans which i think is a bullshit excuse no cuz you need cuz yeah you want to entertain the fans but you also want to bring in new fans and i don't yeah. think this movie does that for anybody no. over the age of 18 absolutely or sorry no. over the age of 25 i'll give them 25 all right absolutely not yeah this did absolutely nothing for me in any way shape or form even the weird setup for potential future movies at the end again I was just like oh fuck yourself I'm never watching a sequel of this movie I didn't even understand it I didn't even understand that credit sequence what the fuck uh, you saw the after the mid credit scene right no, uh, yes, yes 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 what the fuck does that mean I don't know isn't that the same thing don't they have that recurring motif where that thing keeps showing up it keeps showing up it keeps showing up doesn't yeah. it Maybe. I I'm You not, know what? It, 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 lamest fucking twist of all time. Oh, yeah. That, um, that's... that. To me, I know a lot of people are talking about how it's like a gateway horror movie for, like, young adults. Kind of like that. It's not too scary or not scary at all. It's um, not. But, you know, kind of like, hey, this is my first horror movie type thing. Like, in that respect... Okay. Baby's first horror. Baby's first horror. My first beer. Okay. I get it. Doesn't explain why it's so fucking long. Nope. (laughs) Doesn't explain why it takes forever to get to the stuff you came for. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. To speak on that, I was watching it with a friend of the podcast, Stefan. And we both looked over at each other. Stefan, I'm sorry. I'm getting to Ninja Turtles. I promise. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we turn and look at each other. It was about like half an hour, forty minutes in, and we're like, "What the fuck do we care about this guy? Give us the goddamn animatronics! What is going on? Yeah, yeah. Like, what is it like? It what? Has, I, 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 there's I, some fun I transitions too. I like the transitions. Yeah. Continue. Fair. This just this movie just made me upset. I came for the death. Yeah, the death. It, it tees you up at the beginning. You're yeah. like, oh, ooh, it's gonna be like very gruesome, and then, and no, no, it's no. not. It's not anything like that. And like you know, like say what you want about his name, uh, Josh Hutcherson. Hutcherson, yeah, yeah. Hutcherson, yeah. Man, he, he he can't do it on its own. He I thought it was fine. No, no, he can't he, can't. he can't. He can't. He can't do it on its own. A lead a lead role like a lead like this, he was just so un, un, uninteresting. He was just a whiny bitch. Mm. And well, Tony, if you suffered the same kind of trauma, you might be a whiny bitch too. You know what, man? He was fighting in the fucking back lines with Katniss, okay? Like, don't give me that shit. And the the female <laughs> the female lead look had a very, very, very passing resemblance to Jennifer. Yeah, Lawrence. I don't yeah. think yeah. that I don't think that was <laughs> coincidental, Dave. Yeah, because I looks was like, good against people that look like this girl. Because <laughs> I was like Katniss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like this movie. Nope. At all. Nope. And at I did, all. I did dislike that it was just like, it just kept building up the mystery. And then by the time you got there, you're like, okay, well, cool. Yeah. I just wanted the <laughs> movie to end at that point. Yeah. Like fucking, they get to the big, they solve the, big the mystery. Yeah. Third of the way through the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, good job, Scoop. <laughs> and Matthew Lillard was fucking shaggy. I <laughs> yeah. love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it. I disliked it. I didn't hate it. It was fine for what it was. That is, and this is another like folding laundry movie. I know that the internet I even want to fold laundry. <laughs> I want to avoid it like the plague and the internet see. is very <laughs> upset about this movie and <laughs> the fans are coming after the critics for saying it sucks but it oh, wasn't so made Dame, for them it was made Dame for the just fans scared of the, of the oh fans. no I'm not scared of the fans <laughs> we'll, I, we'll see, Dave's see tomorrow his, uh, and, Dave's got his ex reputation yeah. to uphold uh, yeah. all I know, we'll see what happens on his ex feed yeah, tomorrow yeah, yeah, yeah. all I know is I was expecting putrid shit and I just oh, got okay. something that was, had low expectations I, going I just got something that was dull with flourishes of something better in the background yeah yeah Listen, I'm just gonna go there and say it. This movie was already made a couple of years ago with uh oh, sure. the greatest actor of all time. Yeah. Oh, Nicholas <laughs> Cage. Willie's Wonderland. That <laughs> movie <laughs> was very good either. But even that but movie, was you, but you know what? I'd watch <laughs> William's Wonderland over this fucking movie any the day of the week. I think that's the problem, though. Yeah. I think that's what you were expecting. Yeah, was something a little like more tame of Willie's Wonderland, which also had a very junky reason for things happening but yeah. at least it was cleaner than this movie It's yes, yes. just like With way less fucking baggage yeah <laughs> this movie had a lot of baggage had a lot of junk in the trunk at least willies simple but that's yeah. not what The game is the game's not him just going up and fucking them up. Yeah, true. The game is like it's a stealth game where you're trying to avoid dying. Sure, and again, and that's fine. But it's it's I think I think my main sticking point is always going to be the fucking plethora of suitcases I had to hold for Joss Hutcherson in this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. There's there's too much. There's too much nonsense. There's too much baggage. Yeah, they just needed to just make it a lot cleaner. You can have the same mystery and whatever, but like just. Stream make it. it cleaner. Yeah. Yep. Just streamline it. You get rid of 20 minutes. It's quicker. Make fucking what's her nuts his daughter. Call it a day. Exactly. He's, he's, he's playing her brother, but he looks like he's 40. <laughs> exactly. Right. He's it's like, just, just so make odd. it the da- make it the daughter. Yeah. Something happened to mommy. I gotta yeah. take this shitty job and scene. Done. Boom. Done. Here we go. Now he's gonna survive in this fucking horrific wonderland of Freddie exactly. Snapchat. But, like, I think the problem is, like, one of the co-writers is the guy who created the game. Yes, of the five writers on this movie. Yes. (laughs) It's one of the guys who created the game. I need his name. Also, I gotta say, since we talked about Expendables 4, um, I tend to count the amount of producers, too. This is an eight-producer, five-writer movie. Okay, that's a problem. Scott Coffin. So, I think that that's also a big problem, is that... He he didn't want to kill his darlings. Sure. And he wanted to pump in as much as he could fan service wise. Yeah. (laughs) Because like even as a non fan of the game, I was still picking out like, oh, I bet this is a reference to something. I bet this is a reference to something. And apparently at some of the screenings, they got excited to see the YouTubers who cameoed in the movie. And I was like. Cool. I hate this movie anymore cool, now. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yay. But uh it's written and directed uh by Emma Tammy, who directed The Wind, which oh, was in Midnight of 2018. <laughs> I see what you did there. Which <laughs> was written by uh, Teresa Sutherland. Sutherland. Sutherland Look at that! <laughs> Look at it. Come all back. So we all come back. God, that. That. I haven't seen the win, but uh be, I'm assuming it helped to get this movie. But big ups to her and big ups to Bloomhouse for what they pulled off mm-hmm. and getting it popular. I don't really know. I want a franchise out of this thing. Nope. I feel like the first one says enough. Yep. But all of that said, at least. We get some nights at Freddy's where shit goes down. It's not like Mortal Kombat where Mortal Kombat doesn't happen. They're just training. True. <laughs> they're just training for true. it. True, that's uh, true. the very least. That's true. That's true. I think so very at least, least, at least, at least we we get that. Yeah. 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 And, you know, at least in Mario, you know, he goes and fights Bowser. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he looks like fucking Bowser. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It's not not, uh, a weird Bowser origin story. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, there is a lot of junk that could have been taken out. Did you guys like Matt Lillard? It was nice to see him again, uh, right? Nice to see him again. Right? I yeah, like I that he's coming. He's making, he's having a small comeback. Yeah. Apparently, he might be in one of the new Scream movies, which is because he didn't die. But I also think that it's just because <laughs> kids these days don't know how heavy TVs were in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And how he does not have a fat head There's or face definitely anymore. Definitely no face left. <laughs> but okay, because like if you get hit with like an LCD right now, like you might just get injured you might get a it. slight like concussion a slight like concussion like one of those yeah, TV 75 inch falls on me I'll probably be okay yeah it won't be but you'll probably I, be it's fine done. but yeah problems. that that tube TV that was like what like a 20 inch thing it's probably heavier than we are <laughs> yeah that collectively the three of us is probably heavier than the three of us that landing on someone's head mm, he's not coming back yeah exactly exactly <laughs> So, yeah, gateway horror, sure. But uh, for anybody over the age of 25 or anybody who's not a fan of the games or actually likes violent horror movies, it's not for you. Yeah. Chuck it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a t- that's a Tony rating right there. Chuck it in the bin. You could take that one to the bank. I'm, I bet Josh wouldn't be happy with you. You can roll it up and just do the old Kobe into the trash I say I still do Kobe and Quentin like says it now too but I realized he's not gonna have any idea who the fuck Kobe nope. is nope he's not <laughs> poor guy He he's gonna know who LeBron James is but not Kobe if I have anything to do with it he will not know who LeBron James is <laughs> he is he has LeBron <laughs> James precious, man vendetta, it's LeBron James fuck LeBron James <laughs> Easy. There is a lot going on on this podcast that's going to get it. We're taking a lot of opinions here, and we still need to talk. We still need to check in on our Argentinian fans. (laughs) (laughs) Are they okay? Are they okay? Do we need to send help? Are they okay? (laughs) We need to know. Please tell me they defeated the (laughs) demons. Jesus Christ! (laughs) But Since we missed it last time because of doofus's fucking wedding anniversary let's talk about another film that l- that the internet loves right now it's called killers of the flower moon it is by maestro martin scorsese the maestro himself it stars leonardo dicaprio robert de niro lily gladstone is based on a true story about um, the Osage Nation in the 20s and how prosperous they were because they found oil and all of the shitty white people who descended upon them to get the money for themselves. No love for Jesse Clements Apparently the book was more about like how the FBI started, uh. but they decided and DiCaprio was supposed to be Clements yeah. character, yeah. but they thought it was more interesting the other way. Well, I'm glad they did that and as well it's not a white savior movie exactly it's not definitely not a white savior movie it's just about shitty shitty white people absolutely abhorrently shitty white people and I know Scorsese got um, he consulted with the Osage and he kind of like made their characters a little gave them more gravitas yeah for sure because apparently like the relationship between Ernest and what's Lily's name in the movie Uh, I'll tell you in a sec, um, Lily's character name is Molly, 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 Molly. Apparently, Ernest and Molly are only a small part of the book Mm -hmm. versus being like kind of like the key to the whole movie here. Well, then I yeah, I I like that change a lot. I like that that change a lot, too. I do, too. I I understand the I understand the appeal to go for, you know, the founding of the FBI and investigating this murder case and all of that. I understand. And I I could also see how that movie would be interesting if handled correctly as well. Something around the founding of the FBI would be kind of cool anyway. Um, But this definitely was the better choice. I thought so, too. I thought so, too. So you liked it. Oh, I fucking loved it. Tony B, what did you think of it? You guys gonna hate me if I say I like The Irishman more? I'm just listening to whatever you have. Speak your truth, Tony. Yeah. Speak your truth. Whatever, whatever it is, man. We don't, we don't hate. At least At least I just, I don't we just, we just appreciate. It. Don't get me wrong. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 Thank you. I almost choked. <laughs> Don't get me, you're just as bad as Joe Russo at this point. No, fuck Joe Russo, okay? (laughs) Fuck that man. That man needs to get the fuck off social media, go make another couple movies, and just stop talking. I'm sorry, I'm in the dark, what? Oh man! I'll show you after. What oh, Joe okay. Russo. Joe Rousseau, hot Joe Russo was throwing. No, yeah. he was. He was throwing shade at Scorsese, and he needed to not throw shade yeah. at Scorsese. You know, he <laughs> <who laughs> needs to be banned from social media. Joe Russo. Joe <laughs> Russo. <Yeah>. Well, Joe <laughs> Russo. If Joe Russo comes up with one original movie that I actually enjoy, and not whatever the fuck Cherry was, then he can talk. If it. Joe are you, Russo, are you not a big fan of the Great uh, Man? No. if joe russo can make a movie that's bigger than any of the fucking avengers movies he's those don't count then he then he has a right to talk those don't count he's not going to make that movie tony don't (laughs) yeah don't even pretend he's going to make that movie i just want him to make something with streaming money that's better than the gray man (laughs) and cherry yeah but he needs to any he does need to top framing a scene shooting through Tom Holland's asshole Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. that is that is a stroke is. of genius I'm that gonna is. give him that But he know. gets one and I don't even know if that was his <laughs> idea maybe that was Anthony Anthony's idea I don't fucking know
1: Point he, gets, is, he gets one he gets one <laughs> but fun. not enough
0: to fucking stand on a soapbox and talk about Scorsese well, yeah. exactly yeah um, don't get me wrong this movie amazing what Scorsese was able to do um the set design production design all the pract, all the practicals that was not cgi that was not a set that yeah. was them out in the fucking Fuck field yeah they man built that shit yeah um yeah he used that 200 billion oh, <laughs> yeah, he ate, he he was, you that. could see the dollars being spent but somebody yeah somebody in hollywood yeah needs to go up to marty and be like marty you gotta wheel it a little bit in, pal. You, you, I wouldn't leave it. Don't don't put it all at his feet. Thelma Shoemaker has been his editor since Raging Bull. Yeah. If you're gonna blame him for the length, you might as well blame her too. And she has three os, three more Oscars than you do. So shut your mouth. <laughs> I, I, uh, Tony, I, I, I have to disagree on the length on this one. I know we are a podcast. That loves 90 minutes or less. And this is very much 206 of those minutes. (laughs) But I loved every fucking minute of this movie. The, The pacing of it worked so well for me. It's methodical to a fault. And it just unfolds its story you watch these people getting shittier and shittier as the movie goes on in such a slow way that you almost don't see it happening until you hit a point where you can't ignore it anymore and you're just like what the fuck is everyone just a fucking asshole in this movie and yeah molly's not Mo- uh, Molly, notwithstanding of this, uh, when I'm talking you know about when I say problem. asshole, I'm talking about every white man in this movie. <laughs> you know what the dark thing about Molly is? Yeah. Molly fucking knew everything was gonna happen, and like she, you, you can see it in her eyes that she is slow, that she knows that she's slowly like she is not, she's not gonna come out of this. Like yeah. shit is gonna go sideways. She knew DiCaprio was like you know, a snake from the beginning. Absolutely. I, I, right. do, I do love the ad lib line where he's like, that was an Indian. If that, I don't know what you said, but it must've been Indian for handsome devil. I love that. Perfect. Love yes. But I also, <laughs> yes. but I also like the scene. I really loved the scene where Molly was talking with, uh, her sisters and it was all in, um, their, their native Osage. language. Osage. The Osage language. And they were like talking. And they are all saying, these white guys, like, they just want our they, money. They just want yeah. to do this. They just want this. Well, why don't you leave? Well, you know, you know, mom, mama needs love too. Like, I want yeah. to get a good dick. In. And you're like, you know, that just, it just so much folly because they know that these people are bad but they're still human and they still need have needs but even 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 to that and yes I agree that they knew that they were bad but I don't think they knew how bad oh yes. of course like I don't think that even that is like yeah okay they want our money fine whatever I'm gonna have a good life I'll you know get laid have kids whatever yeah. these white men want our money fine they'll have it when we pass or whatever the fuck but I don't think they understood the depths of depravity that they would stoop to to in order to take that money from them yeah um that i think was like sort of the more telling thing of like yeah she knew he was a piece of shit yeah but she didn't know how How big of a piece of of shit shit he really was well even to say that at that point they still needed like a white person's signature to get money out for some of them, some of them some did, of them. right? Some of them, some so of them. so Molly was was on sort of that plan where she needed a guardian because she was labeled incompetent. Yeah. Um, So she needed a guardian in order to even do that. And then there was a, the other fellow. Um, her, it's her first husband. Her first husband, yeah, um, who also- I'll um, get his name because of, I thought he was amazing in the film. Oh, there's, there's so many performances in this film that I don't know if we're pivoting to that yet, but anyway- We'll get there, we'll get there. Um, yeah, that that entire thing of you know just the structure of this town, how some people were fine, some weren't. It, the shittiness of white men. Yeah, is the alternative title for Killers of the Flower Moon. And I think, I think it was a like I know some people are have an issue with a white guy taking this story on. Yeah, but I think if if anyone. Anyone who kind of says that and then says that without watching this movie doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. That's fair. And I don't think, I think by framing it kind of on Ernest and King, fuck, when he's like, call me King. Call me King. um, By framing it on them and kind of like the Osage aren't supporting at any point at like, there's still a big part of it, but using them as the throat, the through line yeah. type thing. I think it's more important because you're like, these people are shit. And it's not, they're not, it's not like Goodfellas or Wolf of Wall Street where, like, there's it's a little bit romanticizing of romanticizing yeah. them. It's yeah. not romanticizing it them at all. It doesn't romanticize them at all. Like, from the beginning, like, someone complained that, like, oh, the mystery was solved in 20 minutes. And it's like, okay, well, it wasn't a mystery. That's know, point. You know they're shitty yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. And you're just watching. Yeah how far how deep they get and how nobody's listening yeah. to this entire nation of pe- or group of people people yeah. that are getting well, systemat- S- systematically yeah. murdered yeah because of fucking racist indignant fucking white guys yeah well we, it's, it's not like... And I don't we can we can lean on. Yeah. And I mean, there's definitely a level of racism involved, but it's definitely more like, oh, fuck them. They don't get to have this kind of money. How dare they stumble into wealth? There's still an element of racism to that. Yeah. Of and course to your is. point yes. about romanticizing anybody who gets killed in this movie. It's very quick. <sighs> yeah. And it's not like it's it's the same level of Scorsese brutality, but like. I don't think it was as brutal as his other movies that are very very fucking yeah. like in your face this is fucking gory this yeah. like no uh i'm gonna say johnny sack but that's not it Car- <laughs> Car- carbone in yeah. the, the meat truck <laughs> oh yeah yeah okay yeah like, not good I, was gonna, I was gonna say billy bats, or billy billy bats. bats. Mm-hmm. yeah and i think that there's more weight to the murders. That when you see them happen, like there's more weight to them than fucking Carbone and the meat truck or Billy Bats. Dude, I'm still thinking about that in the forest autopsy that they were fucking oh, yeah. performing where they're just hacking oh. that body open. I was just horrified I'm watching glad, it. I'm glad that didn't go on for too, too long. Yeah, though. But like, again, I'm thinking this is going back to my point about a white guy taking on this story. But I think that there is enough relevance. Yes. And there's enough respect given To the Osage that you're not, it's not being glorified at all. Yeah, I agree. So I've been wanting to say this for a while type thing, and I didn't write it down in my review, but I wanted to really get that point across. And I think my bigger thing is that if an Osage, a member of the Osage took this movie on to direct it, they sure as shit wouldn't get $200 million to make it. And... I don't think it would go to a mass audience. I don't think they would get the the number of eyeballs on it, learning about something they probably didn't know about. Yeah, unless they had a brand, unless they had they had a brand name with them, like either produ- either producing or the acting in it. Yeah, that, that movie would not get see as much. Or it wouldn't get, get made. Seen, or it wouldn't it get made, like It'd the made. Scarlett Johansson movie where she was supposed to be transgender or whatever. Oh yeah. That movie, since she had to drop out, that movie didn't get made. Yeah. But if it did get made, yeah, she's the headliner or whatever, but it probably would have had a a whole lot of transgender talent in it. Yeah. Yeah. It, um... Sorry, soapbox. over. Continue. Continue. Yeah, I... I I think it was made with the correct amount of reverence and respect. And I think like it's very clear, about the message that you need to walk away with and what you need to understand about what happened and the fact that this happened and the fact that none of this is being exaggerated. This is as true as it could possibly be. Well, you know, taking some cinematic license, reframing the story a little bit to, to expand parts. But yeah, it is, it is very clear. Uh, sort of who you were supposed to root for, regardless of who your through line is. And sure, Scorsese approached it from a through line that he could understand as well. And I I think that works too, because he didn't step on on anything. He consulted with the right people. He got the right people involved to help make this film what it was. Hmm. And without, yeah, without romanticizing anything, without whitewashing any of it, and giving you sort of the most actual brutal representation that you could possibly have of this where even at three and a half hours i just i was i honestly run it back like let's go again i'm i'm ready to watch and see if i pick up more of the depravity that maybe i missed of sort of the the hiddenness of it talent wise fucking aces yeah Lily especially? Lily Gladstone. Heart and soul of that movie. Holy fuck. Heart and soul of that movie. She like just... The anguish. And the physicality of like the second half of her performance. It's just... It's grueling and she's so fucking good. Yeah. Like at the beginning... Like I heard a lot out of Can that she was amazing in it. And at the beginning I'm like... I'm not seeing it. And then like as it goes on... I'm just like... Okay, I Again, see it. You weren't meant to see it. I see it. Yeah. I see it now. And I thought her chemistry with DiCaprio is great. And I thought she held she held Rid. her own against fucking, against fucking DiCaprio, DiCaprio and fucking DeNiro. De Niro. Yeah. And De Niro hasn't been this good in a long fucking time. Like he was. He's good in The Irishman. He's better here. Yeah, I would say that. I'd, he's I'd, 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 I'd so, so good at being that. a a fucking. A, yeah, okay. Bastard the, He's a uh, bastard Most evil person He's an insidious bastard Insidious That's the word I was looking for too insidious. Just like on the surface He seems so calm and friendly But like The you whole You see it You see it in the shit. first In the first scene man yeah. The first scene You see it He's like You get He's like kind of friendly But as he keeps talking You're like Oh yeah. no he's Something's, not friendly Yeah He's a He's a fucking shit yeah. But even yeah. later They tell you that he kept being He's still he's friendly st- But they, they still He's still yeah. He's a fucking yeah <sighs> Friend God. of the Osage, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. I think he, I don't think he's been better than that in a long yeah. fucking time. Also, Leo's great at playing a mostly dumb man. Bumbling idiot. Yeah. I think he would, out of the three, I think he's the weakest, but I don't think he's I think so. a weak performance. No. no it's no, just think, when you have to rank the other yeah, two. Yeah, when you in have there. to rank the other two. I also think that he. There was a little bit, I know we already said it's 206 minutes. Like yeah. that's, that's pretty long it's, for a movie, but I think that there needed to be a little bit more at the end or at least building up to the end. Yeah. Cause when he finally decides he's going to do whatever he ends up doing, yeah. like I kind of wanted him to have a little more yeah. to it. Cause it yeah. just seems so easy. Yeah. And I, I do wish that there was more attention paid on his kids. Uh, yeah, they were just kind of names that kept coming up every once in a while. Right. Like I think towards they the end. There was a little bit, of that, a little bit more in the beginning and then it just kind of became, oh, they exist, but don't worry about them. Yeah. I think they needed more with them. Yeah. Because I think they were more important. Yeah. than they let on. Yeah. Um, speaking uh, of sort of that, oh, if you go ahead, I have more people I want to speak about. Sure. So the first one, William Bellow, who played Henry Roan who was Henry, yes we're talking who, about who, them. who we were yeah. talking about earlier he yep. was very very good very good and the one who i wish we got more or before i get to her uh jesse plemons obviously it was jesse plemons i love seeing all the memes now where the they have him going to the door yeah. talking to de niro and he's asking about frito lay <laughs> oh god <gosh, laughs> frito lay yeah. gets the money yeah uh tantu cardinal who's canadian she was the mother. Oh, okay. She was. Oh, I just lost her. I like her performance. Liz, too. It says Lizzie Q, but Lizzie Q, yeah. I thought she was terrific. Yeah. And like her with the owl. Yes like I thought that was great also that big shout outs to that owl owl. Uh, little performances from John Lithgow and Brendan Fraser I didn't think Brendan Fraser was over the top at all No. also just you know I knew they were in it but it was just like man I know it's 206 minutes when are we gonna oh here we go okay way deep at the end Yeah. so if you guys are big John Lithgow fans shout outs to uh, to Josh Fumo or super fan Josh Fumo Uh, John Lithgow's in it I promise you sir you just gotta wait He will show up i know how much you love him and then scott shepherd who played uh uh Ernest's brother byron yes he was a real shit weasel. weasel yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then i love this guy's name louis cancel me he oh played yeah. Me. yeah yeah played the other guy the uh, the yeah. other guy who kept like yeah. who kept winning he just kept yeah. winning yeah. <laughs> That you know who i'm talking about yeah I just love it. Oh, that was that nope. was helpful. That, that did <laughs> nope. nothing, bud. That did nothing. Um, you're, you're missing. You're, you're missing I'm somebody. I'm about to though. say somebody. Yeah. But and? the one who I wanted the the most from yeah. who delivers in yeah. every scene they're in. But I wanted more was Kara Jade Myers, who plays Molly's sister, Anna. Oh, yeah, man. There you go. Yeah. She was incredible she was fucking phenomenal so fucking good and i wish she got used more i know why she wasn't used more but she is fucking awesome yeah she's really really great she's so fucking good in the movie like i love lily gladstone don't get me wrong she's the best performer in the movie fucking Kara jade damn Damn. very good very very she she brings the heat and that's for sure Like, I don't want to throw around the word Oscar at all, but like if there's like a surprise nomination, that's her. Yeah. Yeah. It's her. I could see that. Sleeper for sure. Oh, Um, yeah. And then the last or at least my last point that I really wanted to talk about was the ending, the the very ending. Yeah. The epilogue. What did you guys think of that? I liked the message that it was going for. Of kind of this, you know, we're talking about whitewashed, sanitized sort of thing, and that is exactly what it was. This whole story, forgotten to the times, becoming a simple radio roadshow attraction um, that becomes this weird animated sort of murder mystery for the masses to consume. But that is all it is, and you don't know what actually happened or how it went down. It was sort of just... Uh, condensed and sweetened and uh, and 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 tldr would down to its essential notes and given to the masses as like a pulp story. Um, I like who they got in that, including including the man, the myth, the legend, Warren Scorsese, all, coming out when himself. He up. <laughs> um, also it was it was fun where just I looked at the screen and went, "Oh shit, it's Jack White!" Yeah, and I was Jack like, White. "That's fun." <laughs> um, how the fuck did he get in this? But okay, um. I like that it like every other movie that you would watch like this. Yeah. It would just be like the text. Test, yes. The and text. this was the text. And I, and I liked that yeah. he did it differently. Yep. And he kind of like answered to the critics yep. who were like, you shouldn't tell this story type thing where he's kind of coming like, right out and saying is, like, this is what this happened. Is yeah. Or this is what this is what became of this. Yes. <laughs> I also oof, the I just I couldn't stop gravi- think, I still can't stop thinking th- about the end the gravity of that ending still the way it punches you is brutal just mm-hmm. reading out her obituary too mm. brutal mm. can't and then sort of like that final shot after that epilogue of just kind of moving out from like the drum circle mm. with the Osage people was just like I and Robbie Robertson's score was great yeah. Just no R.I.P. I got got no notes on it. It's such a it's such an incredible ending to a three and a half hour movie. Yeah, I really I really fucking loved it. I was just I was in awe of it. It has flaws, but. It doesn't need an inter I don't think it needed an intermission. I think it moved quick enough without it. I didn't have to pee. I made it all the way through and I got a large popcorn and a large drink. Holmes. Oh, I probably had to pee, but I forgot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what it was. Oh, I, I, I definitely was... peed after. Because, <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there and I was just like, huh. And everybody's leaving and it's just, I was just watching the credits. Yeah. So I was like, this has been three and a half hours. Yeah. I'm <laughs> still sitting here. <laughs> but, yeah, just, it shook me. Can I, I, give I, a, I was can I give ready you on Fun f- aside. I was ready for it being like, I knew I was going to enjoy it. I just didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did. Yeah. I appreciated the, the theater experience also being kind of reverential too. It was not, there was, there was no, in, in, in the screening that I was in, there was no, uh, there was no loose cannons in there that were just fucking I didn't hear a single peep out of anybody good just very respectful of the movie Um, also I got to see it with Tony and I didn't even know it yeah I heard Um, I heard that was a lot of fun I was uh, I was sitting in my seat a couple rows up I was in J4 I think Um, oh J4 my favorite seat it's a good seat (laughs) Um, so I was hanging out there and uh, I was just eating my popcorn or whatever the trailers came on Napoleon the Napoleon trailer came on and I look up and I'm like is that Tony and Melissa? It is Tony and Melissa. So I waved. They didn't see me. I felt very cold shouldered and uh, I was like, oh, well, maybe they don't they don't want to say anything. They, I was they like, you know what? Scorsese, they were in the zone. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? Fuck it. So I just grabbed all my shit and I walked down and I scared the shit out of Melissa who <laughs> thought I was like trying to get in the row and like it was some like <laughs> random person, and then she saw it was me and she was like, Oh my god, a friend <laughs> And so then I watched it with them. It was great. It was nice. I watched it alone. I'm sorry, Dave. You should have come to the also, 1230 Sunday screening. <laughs> you also saw it a month before us. It's true. I did see it a month before you. should have come to you. the 1230 month, 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 Sunday screening. I, I want it. It was right after Tiff. And I was like, I'm done going to the theater for a bit. Hey, you want to go see Killers of the Flower Moon this week? Yes, I sure, do. I got 206 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> you know what? Yes, I do. I had to, I had to clear <laughs> out a Sunday to see that movie. <laughs> that's I why I preemptively planned right yeah. that's why i was glad that i saw <laughs> I it. Almost i almost did. didn't see that movie because my fucking hot water heater went on the fritz and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna see this if i miss this window fuck like that's how i convinced Alyssa to let me go because i was like hey it's three and a half hours and i'm going to see it no matter what so i either see it now or i see it later nice i i either see it now when it's convenient or i fuck with your sunday in a few weeks yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah why'd you like the irish one more I just the problem the the this, this movie I just don't see me actively trying to watch it again. Mm. I think I think once was enough. Um, I think I'm leaning more towards The Irishman because that's classic Scorsese, and I like classics Scorsese, like Gangster Scorsese. Mm, um, okay. Don't get me wrong. You guys kind of cut me off, but... um, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's why I came back to you. It's all good. Uh, I like the movie. The movie is fantastic. Really, really well done. I just... I can't see myself going back to it. Ever. that's, That's fair. Like, I'll probably see it... like. Again in like ten years maybe, but mm. like when you're thinking you about clear out a Sunday, when you got to clear out of Sunday. But when I'm thinking about rewatchability and like mm. you know Scorsese is one of I don't need to tell you guys Scorsese is one of my favorite f- directors. Like I'm pretty sure I know it's one of the good, best of all time. I know Goodfellas like cover to cover, fair, right? We're literally calling him maestro Tony. <laughs> we understand yeah. totally. I just, I just don't. It's, it's the same. It was the same thing about Silence. Silence was an excellent. It was an excellent movie. Very well made. Very um, excellent. Never seen it. <laughs> Fuck. But again, a I would never. Yeah, well, I would never go. I would never go back to it. Fair. And <laughs> that's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> yeah. That movie. Yeah. That movie's an hour shorter than the irishman and killers of the flower moon but it feels about five hours longer jesus it's fucking yeah yeah. no and and that's i I get it that is totally totally it's it's just very it's it's very heavy it packs a punch it It like it like it leaves a lasting impression on you um like it's again, good, yeah. it's got the Schindler's yeah. List level rewatchability. Exactly, yeah, yeah. right? Like you're not you're not popping in fucking Schindler's List on a Sunday and being like, I mean, I'm I'm going to cry. <laughs> I I really want to pop in Schindler's List on a Sunday. Yeah. I've it on 4K. I really want to watch uh. it. I, that was the, that was the that was the only thing after after Fair. I after sitting watching the credits I was just like holy shit this was really well well done I even teared up a little bit I teared up like I teared up during uh, mm. during Oppenheimer mm. I was just like wow this is such a beautiful movie like what mm. a time that we are living in mm. that we're getting these kind of movies from these cinema right? cinema like fucking god bless cinema thank god we are getting movies like this from like masters of their craft like yep. scorsese is a master of his craft this movie is crafted masterfully absolutely he's the greatest american director ever living or dead i will go to the bank with that yeah you know what i'll let you have it i'll let you have it who is a better american director Okay, American. American. That's why I, I, I said American. American. Because all, all I have in the back of my head is trying to figure out what nationality Christopher Nolan is. Not American. He's British. He's <laughs> British. Perfect. Okay, glad we have that. Um, but yes, greatest, greatest living American director. This movie is from the greatest, like, it is a great movie. It will go down as a great movie of his filmography. Yeah. Top tier of yeah, his yeah, filmography. Upper yeah. echelon. Right? I just, I just don't know if I would ever watch the movie again. And for that's and fair. for me, that loses a little bit of points. That's fair. Because because no, if you go through his other filmography, you got Goodfellas. Yep. Goodfellas, you know, cover to cover. Casino, yep. you know, good cover to cover. Yep. Right. Gangs Casino's in New York. Long as fuck. Gangs in New York. Fuck. Another one.
1: A lot of fuck. people don't
0: like that. A one. lot of people don't like that, but I think it's fucking top tier Scorsese. Again, cover to cover. That movie's three hours and I would fucking, I would put that on before I put this movie on. That's fair. And uh, yeah, I just, I I look at things on a different scale. Like rewatchability doesn't usually factor into my, my total ratings. I mean, this one is rewatchable for me, but I get it though. But like, it's, it's heavy. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. It is upper echelon it's not as easy to just sit down and watch this movie. You kind of have to brace yourself for what you're getting yeah. into, but it is a masterful piece of work. That's a hundred percent. 10 out of 10 recommend yeah. like everybody. Right. It, like it's, it's not just a, a, a great film. It's an important film. Yeah, definitely. And if you don't, if you, if you don't want to see it in the theater, cause you're worried about needing to pee or you, you know, you can't just get up to pee. Like I did during the Irishman, yeah. I fucking booked it, yeah. and I but I peed. Um, but also, Dave and I are telling you, you won't have to pee. You won't have to. But if you do, it is coming on Apple TV Plus. Yes, in it'll probably be there before the holidays. That was a weird one too, by the way. I was trying to figure out who was actually going to end up streaming that, oh, It's the Apple. co-production between it's, Paramount and Apple. It's. It's an Apple production, yeah. but they partnered with Paramount uh, to put it in theaters. Really? Yes. That's interesting. And then they partnered with Sony to put Napoleon in theaters. That's interesting. Yeah. That's like an They're interesting doing, approach. Yeah. Because they, I'm assuming, well, they clearly respect cinema. Yeah. Um, no, they, I don't But disagree, they want, but... I don't think they want to distribute themselves. Got it. So they're giving it like like I think Paramount's more involved than I'm giving them credit for. But a lot of the money was Apple's and it's streaming on Apple because it's an Apple movie. OK, yeah, no, I, I I thought I read that Paramount was more involved. And uh, I'm assuming Paramount one, but... will be the one that brings it out on 4K or whatever at some point. Yeah, that's that's an interesting approach so instead of like going, you know, like Apple kind of sticking to we, we figured out streaming. We'll let the we'll let the theatrical the studios handle a theatrical like part the theatrical theatrical for this. Like a lot of people are like, oh, it's not going to make 200 million back. Well, it doesn't need to. It doesn't need theatricals to. gravy for them. Yeah. They put they they invested in Scorsese because they want the subscribers who are going to subscribe to watch it. And they yeah. want to continue being the dominant streamer since Netflix still hasn't won a best picture. But Apple did. Yeah. And I'm I'm wondering also if this was uh this was their way of like sweetening Martin Scorsese over to a different streaming platform than, than Netflix. <laughs> yeah, because Netflix still distributes, but they only distribute in art house theaters, yeah, exactly. right? And they don't and they don't uh, report box office I mean, earnings versus yeah, this, this one. Interesting. And now they got that so they got, they got Scorsese and Scott. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Very mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyway, it was a fun technical aside. I was just curious about it just because it, yeah. it was was an yeah. interesting I'm... co-production joint. And just to find, kind of just go off Tony's point, I haven't really wanted to rewatch The Irishman. Yeah. But if I had the time right now, I would go see Killers of the Flower Moon again. Yep. It's, it's it. going no, no. to be... I'm, your I'm to your telling opinion. you guys right yeah. now, I'm just it'll happy you probably liked be it. in my top ten. I just... Oh, it better be in in your your top 10. I'm just just happy you liked it because the way you were talking, I thought you fucking hated it, and I was like, shit's gonna go down on the podcast. No, it's Scorsese. I would never hate anything from Scorsese unless it was silence. I don't don't hate it. I just I dislike it. Strongly. Yes. What's your favorite that's not Goodfellas and or Taxi Driver and or Casino casino, and or... (laughs) No, you know what? I'll leave Casino in. And or... Raging Bull. So what can't be so Goodf- Goodfellas, be good? Goodfellas, Taxi Driver, and Raging Bull. So Not can't those. be those three. No. Those three. Tell me your tell me your favorite other than those. Probably gangs. Probably gangs. Probably gangs. What about you? I know you haven't seen Raging Bull. Uh, no, I haven't. Um, that's I have a the f- that's a that's a terrible blind spot on my part. I have the 4K criteria. Come on over. Uh, or maybe I'll bring it here. Or maybe I'll bring my player here so we can watch in Dolby Vision. Fair. Probably <laughs> Departed. Departed. Sorry, departed. Departed. How dare I speak ill on its proper pronunciation? Departed. Uh what would I go with? Yeah, I like gangs a lot, and I like departed a lot. I think I might just throw a curveball and say something super controversial. Silence. <laughs> Bringing out the dead. I was literally going to say it was either going to be bringing out yeah. the dead or After Hours. I period. still need to see that movie. It's it's, it's fucking been on my watch wild. list for a while. After Hours is very good too, and I really okay. want to see King of Comedy this year. I've seen King of Comedy. I've also seen King of Comedy. I didn't Did, love d- it. Is it because when you saw it, it was called Joker? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that> too. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I just I really fucking liked Bringing Out the Dead. Okay. 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 I need to watch that. I really need to watch that. It's very, very good. I'm waiting for a 4K to come out. Nice. Because it needs it. I need need this. I need this. And I really need to rewatch, finish watching Wolf of Wall Street. yeah actually you know what a fun contest for anyone who's this deep into the podcast if anyone can tell me where the I need this comes from I will paypal them five dollars nice because that is probably the deepest cut inside joke that that the three of us have that no one fucking understands it's true that's true. I just realized what it was. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. That is, it is a deep cut. Because we've been saying cut. it for so long. It is a deep cut. It's a deep cut. Oh, jeez. But uh, I know we've gone on pretty long, um, but that was a big recommend from all of us. Absolutely. With certain caveats. But still a recommend, still, it doesn't Still it a big recommend. There's no, there's no doubt in anybody's mind at this table that like watch this fucking movie. Yes. Maybe only watch it once if you're, if you feel like Tony did, but watch this movie at least once in your life. I agree. Preferably sooner rather than later. Yes. Since it's Halloween, what's a scary movie you guys are, what's a scary movie Reco? you guys have, or what are mm. you guys watching tonight? Text oh. chance on Massacre. Which one? 1974 nice 1974. I have that on 4k um, well probably for me though the movie I'm going to end up watching tonight now is when evil lurks Um. but also just a just a fun a fun mention and only because I know that you saw it recently maybe go watch Saw 10 if you feel like watching something fucking violent giggity I have feelings about that yeah we'll talk about it on the next podcast excellent uh, if you guys are feeling like uh, a comedy, yeah, about a sex demon, uh, I mean, I'm always feeling that way. It's true. There's a little film called uh, Suitable Flesh. Oh, sure. That you yeah. both should, uh, a peruse. Okay. 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 Saw it this okay. past weekend. Okay. It is a banger. Interesting. All right. All interesting. Right, all right. Okay. Okay. I think I'm going to watch Night of the Living Dead OG. Ooh, nice. nice. And call. or Rosemary's Baby. Good choices. But I good think I'll, I'll, I think good. I'm leaning on Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, I would say Night of the Living Dead. Rosemary's yeah. Baby's a little bit too much of a slow burn. Yeah, I'm thinking fall Night asleep. of the Living Dead. It's late. It's true. It's true. Or the Blob. I really want to watch the Blob. All oh, the Wait, Blob. 50s or 80s. 80s. Mm. Yeah, good choice choice Ladies. i was uh thinking about uh the new exorcist movie as well believer believer I, see yeah. and that's also I hear where that i heard watching one uh, evil lurks for a possession movie or over <laughs> believer i, I just want I I I I to believe you uh, yeah. won't be believing i just want to see how bad it is it's I really really want to pretty bad and yeah. you fucked up and didn't come with us to see a, the True. og and or sorry True. the remake the director's cut of the og thirty-five, it was it was a banger of a time out there. It you sure won some, some You won some I've never I've never seen the playoffs that packed. That's true. That was it nuts, was bumping. It was so packed it didn't start for for for, for half an hour. hour. I'm glad I'm glad I missed it. Glad yeah, I, missed ble- it. I heard I <laughs> heard, heard only one. <laughs> I heard. <what laughs> I had to, go you guys. to Aurora the next fucking morning. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah I'm glad look- I checked out. Watching Jesus fuck you at 11 o'clock at night hits a lot different, so <laughs> oh, different than you think. I bet. It's something. Yeah, it is something. I also might watch Megan, because I haven't seen that Mithrigan? yet. Mithrigan? Freegan, yeah. Also, I checked out uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the OG. That oh, nice. movie is a fucking banger. Yeah, yeah. man, it's so good. And that movie's gruesome yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it up. packs a punch yeah. yeah yeah i showed it to uh i showed it to melissa for the first time she was uh she was not okay yeah we, we need to get some we need a dolby atmos track so you can hear the blood hitting, yeah. hitting the roof yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that scene was far, was was a lot more <laughs> gruesome than i remember it being you know i still think about that scene in Friday. i think it's Friday the 13th part two what's the one with kevin bacon First one, first First one. one. Oh yeah, it was the first one where fucking he's getting the fucking arrow through him. I think about that scene a lot. I don't know why. Just that one lives red free in my head. (laughs) Wait until you see uh, when evil lurks. Yeah, that scene, buddy. Fucking wait. (laughs) I just think about that part in Jason X where they they um, oh Jason in space. Yeah, Jason in space. David Cronenberg's an axe in that movie. Yeah. Um, To distract Jason, they put up like a a vr thing and it's two girl two topless girls we're like oh we're gonna go in the woods and we're gonna sleep oh don't hurt us (laughs) type thing and then he just takes them in their sleeping bag and beats them against a tree (laughs) fucking wild like that that movie's not good but that part understood the assignment yeah very very well yeah but uh yeah, tell us what you end up watching on Please Halloween do. for some spooky times. Happy Halloween, everybody! Please, happy Halloween, motherfuckers! You know that, what? Let's cut that, that. That, was, that, more, was, rude. that, that was, was rude. That was that was so rude. So I'm rude. not cutting that. Rude. I just I want to lo- like shame you. How you, <laughs> our fans sat here for Nearly almost two hours, <laughs> and you're going to tell them they're motherfuckers? Well, some of them might be true i i won't king shame if you have a milk fetish on oh, my it's trips true. it's true um <laughs> but yes happy halloween can we get the fuck out of here watch this sp- <laughs> watch watch the spooky stuff please we're do getting, we're getting the hell out of here <laughs> we'll uh we'll talk to you next week yeah probably fuck probably. yeah yeah we'll be back and please please argentinian fans please let us know <laughs> you're okay please send us a letter send us a note we love you we love you